Cori Bush is in the news. Um, and let me just say this. Uh, I, I don't believe her for her for her abortion story. Stories, actually, I don't I don't believe her. I think she's a liar. I think she's a very bad, evil human being. Uh, no, she's not no, she's not the worst of the worst. She's not Genghis Khan. She's not um she's not, you know, Attila the Hun. She's not Hitler. She's not that. But I think she's a very bad human being. Okay. Why do I say this? Okay. So let's go ahead and get right into it. From this so this from CNN, this from 2021. I want to talk about her abortion story. She recently had a sit-down interview where she shared about how an abortion was forced on her. And supposedly that was her second one. Now I want to go, I want to go on this one. It's it's really amazing. Cory Burt. Cori Bush is never at fault. She's, I mean, she's never, ever at fault. It, it's, it's never her. It's always that person, the other person, that side, the other side. It, it's the police. It's never, it's never been her. It never is her, never has been her, and it never will be her. That is her mentality. Cori Bush shares personal story of sexual assault as a teenager and decision to have an abortion. Representative Cori Bush on Thursday shared her personal experience on how she was raped as a teenager, became pregnant, and chose to get an abortion. It was one of the first times that Bush, a Missouri Democrat, has spoken publicly about it uh, and her decision to have an, abor- have an abortion. Uh, Bush's comments came during a House Oversight Committee hearing Thursday called by the Democratic Chair Carolyn Maloney to examine, to quote, examine the threat of abortion rights and access posed by the U.S. Supreme Court and, quote, extreme anti-choice state governments in the wake of texas six-week abortion law abortion bill excuse me all right so here it is here's here's a story here's a story emphasis on story because i'm just going to say i don't believe her i don't believe her during the house hearing bush recounted how shortly after graduating high school she attended a church trip to jackson mississippi in the summer of 1994 she was 17 at the time while on the trip she met a 20 year old man a friend of a friend the two flirted, and he asked to visit her room. She invited him in, believing that they would talk and laugh. Quote, but, but the next thing I knew, he was on top of me, messing with my clothes, and not saying anything at all. At all. What, what is happening, I thought. I didn't know what to do. I was frozen in shock, just laying there as, he, as his weight pressed down upon me. When he was done, he got up, he pulled his pants up, and without a word, he left. That was it. I was confused. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I asked myself, was it something that I had done? Bush recall. Now listen, listen to this. Listen to this. A few months after the trip, and then, and, uh, and then a year older, Bush tried to contact the man after noticing she missed her period, but she never heard from him. This is interesting. Ladies, let me just ask you something. If you were raped, would you try to contact your rapist? Would you try to get in touch with him? Would you try to meet with him again? I don't buy it. She's a liar. She's a very bad, evil human being. What did she say? I was 18. <clears throat> I was 18. I was broke. And I felt so alone. I, I blamed myself for what had happened to me, Bush said. Bush later found out she was nine weeks pregnant, and that's when panic set in, she said. How could I make this pregnancy work? How could I? 
at 18 years old and barely scraping by to support a child on my own. And I would have, and I would have been on my own, she said, also explaining that how she feared being kicked out by her parents or disappointing them. Bush, who was black, also recalled how she experienced discrimination as she sought health care during her pregnancy. In a counseling session before she had the abortion procedure, so this is, so, uh, you know, in the counseling session before she killed her baby, um, Bush said she was told her baby would be, quote, jacked up, end quote, because the fetus was already malnourished and underweight, and that would end up on, and would end, she would end up on food stamps and welfare if she had the baby. Quote, I was being talked to like trash, and it worsened my shame. She said, Bush said, quote, choosing to have an abortion was the hardest decision I had ever made. But at 18 years old, I knew it was the right decision for me. Adding that it, quote, was freeing knowing that I had options. Amazing. So, so here, here's my, here's my question. Here's my question. The left often argues, the left often argues abortion shouldn't be safely when it should be abortion. That, that was 30 years ago. Now abortion should be Abortion at any time for any reason at all. No shame, no stigma. So my question is, well, why would why would having an abortion be the hardest decision you've ever had to make in your life? Why? 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 Why was that? I I I was under the impression it's just a clump of cells. I was under the impression that that, that no, according to Stacey Abrams, the, the heartbeat no that that's that's not a, that's not a, that, no it's it's a manufactured sound that, that it's supposed to sound like a heart but it's not really a heart why would it be a difficult decision it's just a clump of cells or is she admitting yeah it's a human being and i i i elected to uh, kill it she's a bad person she's a bad person i just i i knew I knew it was the right decision for me. And it was freeing knowing that I had options. Yeah, you did have other options. Motherhood. Adoption. And let me let me just say this. I don't I don't I don't buy I don't buy that you got raped. I just I don't buy it. If you were raped, you would have gone to the police. And let me let me say this. You certainly would not have contacted the rapist to say, hey, we we gotta talk. We we we, we have to meet up, we gotta figure out a plan. Someone, first of all, I think rape is the second most evil thing that, that can happen to a person. Murder is number one. Rape is number two. You want to talk with the person who did the second most evil thing possible to you? I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, let me go back. Let me go to her current story about how she had about her second abortion. Because, you know, why kill one? Why only kill one baby when you can kill two? Um, Representative Cori Bush revealed details about an abortion she had as a teen. Bush said that just as a surgical abortion was about to begin, she told the abortionist that she was not ready. But the doctor and clinic staff ignored her and shut her objections down. The Democratic congressman related the story during an interview on PBS's The uh, Firing Line with Margaret Hoover. Hoover noted the incident was included in Bush's new political... Uh, memoir, The Forerunner, which went on sale this week. The incident occurred during Bush's second abortion. I said, I said, no, you know what? I, I'm not ready. And the nurse just wouldn't listen to me. Representative uh, Corey, at Representative Corey, tells the quote, complicated, end quote, story of her second abortion 
when her pleas to halt the procedure were ignored. Quote, I felt like it was, oh, well, we know better. You don't know, you don't know what you need. Again, this is why I say it's, it's never her. It's never her. She already went through one abortion. Okay. Because she was supposedly raped, which again, I don't believe her. She says, you know, so the second, so, so if that decision was hard in and of itself, because she killed a human, she, so she admits at 18, that was the hardest decision I ever had to make. Why? Because she knew she was killing a human being. She knew that she was responsible for this. Okay. Let, let me say this. Let's, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Let's say she was raped. Let, let's, let's say she was, I don't believe her. I don't believe it happened. But let, let, let's say it did. She still has a choice of walking into the center and saying, you know what? I want to have an abortion. That, 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 that's, that, that's still on her. That is still her. So for some reason, the second time, um, you know, I, I just, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm not ready. Quote, th th this is too much. This is too much. Hoover said, okay, you became pregnant two years later when you were 19 and you chose to have an abortion. You went to an abortion clinic. At this time, you were enrolling university. You got to the clinic and had second thoughts. And right here, she says, I was thinking back to the first abortion. Okay, you've done this before. You know the rooms. You know what it looks like. You know what it feels like to be, you know what it feels like in this place. You know what to expect. You know what you may even experience some harm or some racism in this space. I thought I was ready. Bush said she went from room to room going through all the preliminary steps like, which is, which was like an assembly line. But after she was helped up onto the operating table, she started having second thoughts. Interesting. So she's saying, well, I, I thought back again, again, she was supposedly raped at 17. Again, I don't buy it. Raped at 17, tried to contact her rapist, has an abortion, supposedly is treated like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say allegedly, or supposedly, supposedly was treated like garbage and said, no, yeah, you, the fetus is just jacked up and it's malnourished and underweight and you're going to be on food stamps. Supposedly, okay. So she's thinking back to this first horrific experience. And she, she, she goes, she, she, what does she do? She, she, she goes again. She goes again. At any point in this procedure, she can say, you know what? Uh, no, I, I don't want to go through with it. One thing she thought about was that she hadn't told the father of her child about the abortion. She said, I felt like I just needed more time, Bush said. So I said, no, you know what? I'm not ready. And the nurse just wouldn't listen to me and said, no. And I said, no, I'm not ready, she said. As Bush repeatedly told the clinic staff she was not ready, they continued to prepare instruments for the abortion, she said. They absolutely ignored me to the point of calm down as if I was the problem. Bush said that as she lay on the table, she looked around for someone else in the room who would listen to her, but she found no, oh, again, she found no one. It's, it's someone else. It's so, I'm, this is happening to me because, because someone is doing this to me. She's full of lies. And we now know she's, she is responsible for the killing of at least two human beings. She should be in prison. 
let me be clear. I always want to make sure that I make this clear. You guys know, um, I believe that abortion, uh, abortion is murder and it should be treated as murder. And what do I mean by that? Um, I believe the doctor or the, 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 the professional or the person who, who does it, who, who does the abortion, okay, they need to be put in prison, okay? The mother, if she goes through with it, she needs to go to prison, okay? The people around her, whether that be the father and or the, and or family members or loved ones, if they encourage you to get an abortion, they should go to prison. Because again, here's the thing. You cannot, if you are someone who kills some, if you, if you are a person who kills someone, if you, if you murder someone, you are called a murderer. What do we do with murderers? We put them in prison. Okay. If you're a person who talks, who, who's part of the planning process. So how, so how, are we, how are we going to do this? What are we going to do? How are we going to get away? What are we going to do with the murder weapon? What are we going to do with the body? If you are participating in these discussions, you are involved in the crime. When people sit down and talk about, you know, I, I think abortion is the best thing for you. You know, you're, you're, you're going to college. These are people actively talking about killing another human being. They are actively plotting and planning the death of a human being. That's why I say it should be treated as murder. Not because I hate women, but because anyone involved in this process should be put in prison. I, I, I looked around the room for, for someone, for someone to listen to me, but, but I didn't, I couldn't find anyone. During this time, they put the, the instrument inside me and started the instrument and I'm saying no, but it was too late because you couldn't stop once it started. Close your mouth. Close your mouth. Besides representing Missouri in the house, Bush is a registered nurse, a pastor. Let me say this. If you're, if you're at her church and she's your pastor, um, you need to leave because she's not a pastor and you're, I would just say, uh, you're, you're probably not a Christian and a Black Lives Matter activist. Th this is insane. This is actively in, th this is crazy. I don't buy her story one I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not eating this garbage one bit. No, I was, it was, no, I was, they were, I was, uh, I, uh, why is this happening to me? I'm being raped. What, what, what's going on? I, I thought we, I let him in and I thought we were just going to sit and talk. He, he, he got on top of me and he pushed all his weight onto me and, and, and he raped me. And then, and then later I, I had, I contacted him. Sure you did. Sure you did. She's trying to scrape the guilt off of her, scrape the blame off of her and onto any other person. Oh no, no, I I I this this abortion, I it, it's it's cause it's you know, I you know, I I I, I, just, I just you know it, it was it was such a hard decision. You still did it. You knew what you were doing. You knew it was a baby. And it, it, it's just, it's just, it's amazing to me the language that she uses. She admits that this was the hardest, it was the hardest decision I ever had to make. 
She's admitting she understands that she's involved in killing a human being. She's involved in killing an unborn baby. She's admitting to this. Because my next question was, if, I, if I'm right there, what? Oh, oh, Rep- Representative Bush. So you said that it was the hardest decision for you. Why is it a hard decision if it's just a clump of cells? I'm, I'm confused. Why, 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 why would it be such a difficult decision? Interesting how that works. Pitiful. I don't believe this woman at all. And here, here's my question. How many other abortions, have, how many other human beings is she responsible for murdering? How many others? It's abortion is disgusting. Let me just be clear. Let me just be clear. Um, there's a woman named Irene uh, Vilar. Um, she had a book, and it's called uh, it's called Impossible Motherhood: Testimony of an Abortion Addict. Yes, you heard that correctly. In the book. In, I, I, I'm, I'm saying this and I'm not I'm not being facetious I'm not exaggerating I'm not doing any of that she, in this book that she published she shared that over 17 years in 17 years she had 15 abortions one five 15 abortions over 17 years that's about one a year. She is responsible for the death of 15 human beings. It's unbelievable. In Impossible Motherhood, testimony of an abortion addict, Vilar says she became addicted to repeat, to repeat abortions because her husband did not want children, yet she craved being pregnant. Some 50% of American women who have an abortion will go on to have more. A trend that also seems to be growing in Britain. To put that into perspective, you guys. 15 abortions. That's 15 human beings. You know, there's a lot of talk about Jeffrey Dahmer right now. The 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 Netflix series and stuff like that. Um, for those who don't know. Jeffrey Dahmer, between 78 and 91, okay, so 78 and 91, what is that, 13 years? Over 13 years, he killed 17 people. 17 people. We see Jeffrey Dahmer as a complete monster. One of his nicknames is the Milwaukee Monster. He killed 17 men and boys between 1978 and 1991. So 17 men and boys over 13 years. This disgusting woman killed 15 people over 17 years. She's too short of Jeffrey Dahmer. She's too short of Jeffrey Dahmer. But for some reason, for some reason, we see these people as, oh, oh, you know, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer is a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad human being, as we should see him. But for some reason, when it comes to abortion, oh, no, it's, 
Oh, we, it's fine. It's, it's, abortion is a beautiful thing. Killing unborn babies is a beautiful thing. Babies should be killed, uh, at any time during the pregnancy, even including their birthday. No, it's, it's a good thing. It's, it's good. There should be no shame. There should be no stigma. If someone came, let me say this. If someone came up to you and said, you know what? We shouldn't be, we shouldn't be stigmatizing, you know, we shouldn't be stigmatizing Ted Bundy, man. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't be stigmatizing Bell Gunness. We shouldn't be stigmatizing, you know, you know, John Wayne Gacy. Hey, man. We, we, we shouldn't put, we shouldn't be stigmatizing these people. We stigmatize them for a good reason. We shame them for a good reason. Donald Trump said, make America great again. I say, make shame great again. We, sh we should be shaming people who do things like this, and rightfully so. This woman is too short of Jeffrey Dahmer. She has an addiction to getting pregnant. Now, it's one, let me say this. It's one thing to love being pregnant and you give birth. I think that's, I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that's a wonderful thing. The world needs more people. We need more babies. We need more children. We need more humans. But it's something to say, you know what? I love, I love the feeling of getting pregnant and being pregnant. And then you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to kill it. I'm going to, I'm going to end the life of this unborn child. She's done it 15 times. This is something I'm going to say about the right. I'm going to say this. I'm going to close. The right often talks about, on many of our signs, let me say this, the right is interesting because the only thing that I can think of that the right has, has successfully argued, strictly on the basis of something being wrong, fundamentally wrong, is abortion. The reason the right doesn't move on abortion, I should say uh, pro-life uh, activists, is because they say it's just fundamentally wrong. Killing unborn babies is wrong. Killing babies is wrong. It's murder. Abortion is murder, which is 100% true. 100% true. So for some reason, a lot of these same, a lot of these same activists and these same pro-life advocates say, so you know what? Well, well, what should we do with women who have abortions? Well, we should come alongside them. We should help them. I disagree. I, I disagree. I fundamentally disagree. You need, if, I, I, I'm holding pro-life uh, activists' feet to the fire right here. If you are a pro-life advocate, or pro-life activist, whatever you want to call yourself, but you're pro-life, and you say, you believe the statement, abortion is murder. If you believe that to be true, if you believe that to be true, and you do not support People involved in abortions going to prison, including the doctor, the mother, the the and anyone else who encouraged you to get an abortion or help with the abortion, you don't believe what you say. You're not really pro-life. This is an extreme issue. We're talking about the killing of babies. Yeah, you know, abortion is murder. Okay, well, what do you typically do with murderers? You put them in prison. Okay, so if abortion is murder, and this person, uh, if the, if this mother goes into this, uh, goes into this abortion clinic, and she knowingly and she has an abortion, well, what should we do? Well, well, yeah, we 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 should show her love. You can show someone love and still put them in prison. You can you can you can love people behind bars. There's there's prison ministry. 
There is prison ministry. It's a real thing. You, you guys may think that this is extreme. I'm just being consistent. I'm being consistent. If we say abortion is murder, we need to act like it. We need to treat it as murder. We, we can't, these can't just be words on posters. These, these just can't be words on signs. This can't, we just can't have these slogans. We can't just be, you know, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna hold a march. The, 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 the we're gonna, we're gonna march. We, we, we gotta march. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go here. We gotta, we gotta walk down this street. Okay. Abortion is murder. Abortion is killing babies. Okay. If someone went up to a person and just shot a baby in a stroller, what would happen to them? They would go to prison. And they should. But for some reason, when it comes to unborn children being killed, no, we, 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 uh, pr prison, that, that's really extreme. That's mean. We got to show them love. You don't believe what you say. And you need to do some serious reflecting. I'm not extreme. You simply, I'm speaking to my pro-lifers here. If you are going to be pro-life and you're going to say that abortion is murder, you need to say and believe and treat abortion as if it is. That involves incarcerating, at a minimum, all those involved with the abortion. If you are one of those, if you are, if you are a mother and you had an abortion, you should be incarcerated. If you are a medical professional and you performed the abortion, you should be incarcerated. If you are the father and you encouraged, slashed, paid for, slashed, helped the woman get an abortion, you should be incarcerated. If you are a loved one and you encouraged the abortion and you participated in talking about an abortion and, and, and sided with the, incited with the path of abortion instead of the, the path of life, you should be incarcerated. Plain and simple.